This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. Yesterday, we touched on a small snippet of what the world's oldest religion has to say about laziness, which covers the origins of the Indian portion of the world's major religions. But what about the Abrahamic religions, which make up the other half of the major world religions? In this very academic book called The Restless Compendium, Interdisciplinary Investigations of Rest and Its Opposites, Michael Greeney says, quote, If you are looking for a symbolic moment when laziness became a possibility within the range of human behaviors, you could do a lot worse than point to the scene in the Bible where Adam and Eve are expelled from the Garden of Eden with the words of God ringing in their ears. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. Genesis 3.19 Hard work is a crucial element of the punishment meted out by God for humankind's disobedience. Cast out from the presence of God, Adam and Eve and their descendants are obliged to toil in order to feed themselves. But in the longer term, grueling labor will be a part of humankind's redemption in the eyes of God. Laziness, the disinclination to work, is thus implicitly established as something that we simply can't afford if we are at all interested in physical or spiritual survival. It is a vice that will in due course take its place alongside avarice, envy, gluttony, lust, pride, and wrath in the catalog of depravity that is the seven deadly sins versions of which have been circulating in one form or another since Pope Gregory I drew up the list in the 6th century AD, unquote. While the Puritans were Protestants and therefore against the Catholic Church as a Christian authority, they too carried this astringent and strict view on laziness and work ethic. Puritan minister John Preston once said, I say, show your grace show your regeneration by being new creatures, by doing more than others, unquote. And boy, did he. In fact, in the two decades between his conversion to the religion and his death at the age of 40, caused by consumption presumed to be exacerbated by exhaustion from his several careers, his first biographer wrote, quote, He never by his goodwill rested that day since God was truly known unto him till his death. God gave him therefore now an everlasting rest, unquote. That is the most flowery way I've ever heard I'll rest when I'm dead I've ever read in my whole life. (laughs) That means for better or worse, this is the inheritance baked into the fabled American dream. If you work hard enough, you too can make it. And maybe that has been true for some people, but it has never been true for all Americans. 
Worse yet, we think that if we don't make it, it's somehow because of a character flaw that we didn't work hard enough. But what if that wasn't true? What if the Puritans were wrong? And a strong work ethic isn't the virtue that we've all been taught simply because we think it makes us worthy. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Now go to Fathom.fm slash Good Risings to ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.